millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. It is no secret that my top manifesting hack is my daily use of subliminal audios. I mean, mostly because I'm lazy and I get to manifest in my sleep. What a goddamn dream. Who wouldn't love it? Subliminal messaging has been around for years. The Guardian published an article back in 2007 stating that scientists have found that subliminal messages leave a mark on the brain. And that's why everyone from Apple to Coca-Cola have infamously used it in their advertising campaigns. Subliminal stimuli are any sensory stimuli below a person's threshold for conscious perception, i.e. you think you're just listening to a relaxing piece of music, but boom, there are hundreds, if not thousands of powerful statements and affirmations beneath the music that you can't hear with your conscious brain. These affirmations can have distinct impacts on people's thoughts and behaviour. Choose from a range including perfect health, wealth and success, beauty and confidence, fertility, weight loss, meet your soulmate, peaceful and present parent, happy kids and so much more. Easily download onto your phone or live stream when exercising, cooking dinner, in the bath or my personal favourite as you go to sleep as part of your daily mindset practice. Go to francescaamber.com to get yours. Hello and welcome back to Law of Attraction Changed My Life. Today, something a little different. I thought I would give you a little taster of what it's like to be one of my Patreon bitches. Um, So not only is my Patreon a book club, um, where we choose a different book each month. It's all very involved. I, I do polls. I ask people which book they would prefer. We do it all together. We have a WhatsApp group. We have a Facebook group. It is like having a whole fucking community behind you to make sure that you can't fail. That is one part of it. 
Yes, it is. But the other part of it is my off-topic podcast. And that is about all things that I'm kind of obsessed with and want to talk about, but does not fit within the realm of law of attraction. And these don't have a set date, but I tend to do like one a week. Um, So today I thought I would do a little off-topic for you so you can see what it's like. And if you want to become one of my Patreon bitches, I would fucking love to have you. Mama needs to work. So today I'm talking about the documentaries that have changed my life. Um, Documentaries are 100% my favourite genre of TV or film. I absolutely love them. My mum says I'm weird for wanting to constantly watch things about people getting their heads chopped off, but I just fucking love them. (laughs) It's my favourite thing. And I think it's so interesting to be able to see into another world, especially one that may be normally close to us. Um, and to get to see what the fuck is going on in real time. Um, and so here are my top documentaries. Number one, it's, it's a, it's a tie because it's kind of the same thing. One is called NYPD, New York's biggest gang. And the other is called Time, the Khalif Browder story. So NYPD, New York's biggest gang, I don't think is on Netflix, but Khalif Browder is. And both documentaries are just, ugh. They're both heartbreaking and they just show how fucked up the New York justice system is. The sheriff of New York, the fucking, the whole system there is fucked. Um, I remember watching the NYPD one and it's basically members of the public will go out to record basically black people being arrested. So they are gathering evidence for these complete strangers because it is well known that they basically are just trying to arrest black people to put them in prison to earn money for the for the government for the state for whatever um and it is just absolutely wild i would love nothing more than to move to southern california but at the same time the american justice system fucking terrifies me and so i just don't think i could ever do it um It's super interesting. I mean, members of the public literally taking time out of their day to walk around New York and film police officers fucking arresting people um, unlawfully. It it is fucking wild. It will open your eyes to a complete uh, system that we just have no idea about. There's a load of other documentaries along this kind of vein. Um, There's one called The 13th, which is just all about the 13th Amendment. Um, of when slavery was abolished instead they basically made it that you were free unless you did this that or the other and actually we could incarcerate you and so that is a very interesting documentary to watch but the main one the Khalif Browder story my god by the way there's going to be spoilers here because I just want to freely talk to you about this shit so if you want to watch any of these maybe watch them and then come back but the Khalif Browder story is about a young boy who lives in the Bronx and it's such an interesting film because he's in the documentary like he's in it they've filmed him over several years and he was walking along the street with friends one night minding his own business And before he knows it, um, the police have said to him, you stole this young kid's backpack. I think it was like a tourist or something. And he was like, "Mm, no, I didn't. I was just walking along the road. Like he was a he was a really good student at school, had never been in trouble. So the police decide to take him in for questioning. He never gets out. 
Well, he does get out, actually. I'm lying. But he literally is put into... What's it called when you're when you're arrested but you haven't been sentenced yet? Uh, the opposite of bail, remand. Anyway, I don't know. I'm not a lawyer, but he's basically locked up, and the the courthouse in the Bronx they just have such massive delays. So even though he's still technically innocent, he's not been proven guilty of anything. He languishes just waiting for years years and years and years and then finally his sentence he gets taken to fucking rikers island which is the worst prison in the world i have done a lot of research on rikers island do you want to hear something really sad about rikers there was this man in new york that was homeless and he it was freezing out like freezing 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 and so to basically survive the night he walked in behind somebody into an apartment building and just took cover under the stairs like so that he was basically sleeping inside he didn't break into any apartments he didn't cause any damage he just was sheltering from the freezing cold he was arrested and taken to Rikers Island and guess what in one of the heat waves of whatever summer it was he fucking died of um heat exhaustion because the cells reached something like 50 degrees or something and this bitch died can you like the irony of that that he was just seeking shelter from the cold and then he ends up dying of the heat like lord have mercy if you are looking for something today to put on your thankful list something that is a blessing thank god that you are not in that situation but anyway back to Khalif Browder so he's like a young guy he's literally like I think he's like 18 or 19 He's been in Rikers for a couple of years and I think he was in solitary confinement for something like 36 months straight and it basically sent him insane as it would anybody. Um, So something happens, I don't remember, it was about five years ago that I watched this and he eventually gets out. So you're watching this documentary and it's being filmed kind of in real time. So you see him getting out. You meet his mum, his sister, everyone. And you're like, fucking hell. Like Jay-Z's tweeting about him. All, like so many celebrities are like, you've got to get Khalif out. He gets out. It, this is like um, before Kim Kardashian would come to your rescue. It was like Jay-Z would fucking tweet about you and you would get out of prison. So you think, great, right? He's back home with his family. I think he goes on the Oprah show. He goes on The View. He does all the TV shows and he talks about how fucked up this system is and how he is basically fucked up now from being in solitary confinement for so long and he's got post-traumatic um, stress, all this kind of stuff. But at least he's out, right? He's living his life wrong Khalif kills himself he kills himself and it is truly so shocking because you're like what no you spent so many years in there and now you're free and now you fucking kill yourself like why but it's obvious why because he has got some serious mental damage from um from everything that happened to him so if um police injustice and that kind of stuff interests you definitely time the Khalif Browder story there's also um there's a very old documentary called the Central Park Five and they recently redid it. So last year, I think it's called Now They See Us. They did a dramatization and they did a new documentary. Um, and that is about five teenagers who were accused of raping and trying to kill a woman in Central Park. And they were just five black teenagers that were fucking living their lives. They'd done nothing wrong. Um, so if that kind of shit interests you, yeah, 
NYPD, New York's biggest gang, the 13th, the Khalif Browder story, um, when they see us. And if you want to watch the original, the Central Park Five, yeah, it will give you a little education. So number two, on a lighter note, the documentary on Netflix called Heal. Have you seen this shit? It is truly... If you have anything wrong with you, if you have an autoimmune disease, if you have a chronic pain, if you have a skin infection that won't go away, you've got to watch this shit. Um, I watched it when I was really, really suffering with, um, with my Crohn's disease and it is so interesting. It's all about alternative therapies. It's about how your mind body connection, your mind can heal your body. It is fucking fascinating and I would advise anybody to watch it you will find it incredible. And kind of on the back of that, you might think this isn't a documentary, but it kind of is, is the Goop Lab. So you know Goop, Gwyneth Paltrow's uh, lifestyle blog that everyone seems to mock, but I actually quite like it. (laughs) I now follow it on Instagram since watching this on Netflix and I fucking like it. I find a lot of value in her articles. Um, There's a series of, I think it's six episodes and every episode they try some kind of wellness trend or whatever. And that is where I discovered the Wim Hof method. And Wim Hof seems to be getting very popular recently. So forgive me if I'm like over explaining to you what it is, but he, um, his wife died of cancer and he went on this path of like enlightenment and how you can, uh, you can, actually boost your immune system through breathing and plunging yourself in cold water. I think cold water swimming is really gathering pace now, isn't it? And a lot of people are seeing the benefits of it. Um, Actually, there's a great documentary if you're in the UK or if you get that weird UK service thing in America. um, On BBC iPlayer, there is a documentary. Now, what is it called? I'm not going to be able to remember, but I'm sure you could Google it. It's about um, little old men and little old ladies that go cold water swimming in the Hampstead Heath ponds. And it is truly a delight to watch. Um, But yeah, the Goop Lab, there were some things on there that I was like, fuck, the Wim Hof episode I thought was absolutely incredible. Um, They also did one where they... um, (laughs) We'll be back after a quick break. Hi, this is Ross, the host of Smells Like Humans. Each week we talk about the curious things that people do. Fans say it's like hanging out with your funny friends. If you like lighthearted conversation, personal stories, and a hint of psychology, chances are we are discussing something relevant to you. Like relationships, dreams, phobias, weddings, work, cults, a hundred topics and counting. Sometimes silly, sometimes serious, but always fun. Please join us, because no matter who you are, we all smell like humans. Please click the link in the show notes. They did like a vagina workshop. That was total lols. Um, And my favorite was probably they did a therapy session um, using mild psychedelics and um is it ayahuasca hathawaka no i can't remember the word but i think i think it's ayahuasca it that was absolutely 
so interesting and something I would love to do. I know there's so many things like that, like Cambo, the frog poison and stuff. I would love to do something like that one day, but I must admit I'm a little bit scared. But yeah, the Goop Lab, absolutely love that. Gwyneth, please do a second season. Not that you're fucking listening to this. Um, Now, my next one is very controversial, but basically the reason that I love documentaries is because I feel like a good documentary should be one that can change your mind or change your opinion about something that you feel very strongly about. That is the mark of a good documentary, I feel. For me, I could watch a hundred documentaries on how evil the Catholic Church is and I already think that. So it doesn't it doesn't change my opinion. It doesn't um, make me question my beliefs. It doesn't really um, make me, yeah, it doesn't make me question shit. I watched something, now this would have been a long time ago, maybe about, I want to say 10 years ago, and I feel like it was on a British uh TV channel. I don't think it's on Netflix. I don't think I don't think they wanted it. Um, but it is called an interview with the paedophile. Now, hear me out before you switch off. Hear me out. Now, whenever we hear about paedophiles, all of us universally, I'm sure, are like, "That's disgusting. He should die. He should be locked up. This is the worst thing ever." And this guy, I wish I could remember his name. He was so brave and so ahead of his time. I think that he basically came on and he didn't cover his face. They didn't um, blur him. They didn't do an actor's voice. It was this man in the fucking flesh. And he said, I am a paedophile, but I want you to know that this is a medical condition and there is nothing that I can do about it. And I don't want to have these thoughts and feelings. Do you think I want my family to know that this is how I am? Do you think I want to repulse the entire nation and to never have a girlfriend. Do you know what I mean? Like he was literally trying to say that I feel like I liken it to drug addiction. For a long time, we criminalized drug addiction and alcoholism when actually it's not something to be criminalized. It's actually a medical condition. It's something that people are predisposed to. And the way that he was explaining it was very similar to that. And he was kind of saying, If you are growing up and you realize that you're having these feelings, there's nowhere you can go to speak to your doctor about this. You you basically are pushed underground because there's nowhere that you can go to seek medical help, to seek cognitive help. I don't know any kind of counseling. I don't know. And I sat there and I was thinking, you're making a lot of sense. I thought you're making a lot of sense. I've never thought about it that way, about how... Actually, a lot of our sexual preferences and our um, our predisposition to how we are, obviously, we are all on a spectrum between gay and straight. All We're all on a spectrum, no matter if we're really on the straight end or really on the gay end, we're still on a spectrum. And just like how we can't decide whether to be gay or straight, what he was saying is he could not decide this. And the more I sat there and thought about it, I was like, you're right. If I wanted to sit here now and decide to suddenly be a paedophile, I couldn't. Like most of us listening, I fucking hope. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. So actually, if I couldn't, surely that means that he can't not. He can't choose that. Something else I learned in this documentary is that there's a difference between a paedophile and a child molester. Um, A molester is someone that actually acts upon it. 
Whereas a paedophile is someone that just feels the feelings but doesn't act on it. I don't know. It was absolutely life-changing. I thought that that man was incredibly brave. I would love to know his name and I'd love to know what happened to him. I hope he didn't get like beaten up and murdered after that. But I have to admit, ever since then, whenever I see something in the newspaper about stuff like that, I'm like, I don't think it's their choice. I don't think that they chose that life. Who would choose that fucking life? Um, And I know that is a very controversial opinion. But like I said, I love documentaries that challenge your way of thinking. Okay, (laughs) next one is... um, Oh, this is a good one. This is a good one. This is the saddest documentary I've ever seen in my life. And it is called One of Us. By the way, once more, if you can hear a lot of heavy breathing... It's not an ASMR moment. It's just these two babies that are quite close to me. Um, One of Us. It's on Netflix. It's about Hasidic Jews in New York. You gotta watch it. You have got to watch it. I learned so much about the Hasidic Jewish community and it was eye-opening. It's from the point of view of this young woman who... Because she's grown up in that community, she doesn't really speak English. She only speaks Yiddish. She's not educated because she's a woman, so she's not allowed to be educated. She has one child, two children. She ends up with something like five. And like she says, when you have five children and you're not educated, you can't leave. That's not a choice anymore. Um, Apparently, there's these little charities, these little grassroots things in uh, New York that are there to help women leave the community and if you manage to get to see one of them they will help you plan your escape and the whole thing is about this woman basically planning her escape but her horrible dick husband keeps the children he doesn't let her have her children she never sees them again that is the price that she pays for leaving the Hasidic Jew community and it turns out in the end that the husband didn't even want the children. He gave them to various aunts and uncles to look after. He just didn't want her to have them. And I cried like a little bitch when I watched that because it was the saddest fucking thing I've ever seen. Oh, God. Um, right, moving on to Catholic Church murder documentaries. So basically, I have grouped these together because there's so many of them. But I think that my favourite would have to be The Keepers. Um I don't know why more hasn't been done. I mean, it's just money, isn't it? But like, I don't know why more hasn't been done to criminalise the Catholic Church and all of the the atrocities that have happened with so many things, even up to like, was, is it like the 70s or something? Um, a great film is called The Magdalene Sisters. If you haven't seen it, it is brilliant. It's quite old now, probably about 15 years old, if not more. Um But it's all about the young girls in Ireland that would be sent to laundries and workhouses and their babies taken away from them. Just girls that were maybe a little bit unruly or had a teen pregnancy. And I mean, let's not forget that the Catholic Church and these nunneries and stuff, I mean, they sold people's babies. They sold babies to Americans. They dumped babies in unmarked graves. They never let babies and mothers be reunited. They did fucking evil shit. And I love hearing about the Catholic Church because it just reinforces what I already think. Um, But that's interesting, isn't it? Because like I was saying, you know, they don't... um, They don't alter my beliefs at all, whereas I think sometimes it's nice to watch a documentary about something and really educate yourself on maybe having a different point of view to what you thought you'd have. Um, Oh, my all-time favourite. Now, you know when someone says to you, like, 
what's your favourite film? Actually, my favourite film isn't a documentary. It'd have to be Wolf of Wall Street. But if anyone says to me, recommend me a documentary, Fran, I'm like, easy. Who took Johnny? Now, lucky for us all, it is on Netflix. Again, it's quite an old documentary. It's probably like 10, 15 years old, maybe more. And it's about a young boy that goes missing on a paper round. Now, this one I am not going to spoil because I love people watching it. And then I love them messaging me and saying, what? I did not see where that was going. So all I can say is Johnny's mum is a fucking legend. Um, She is too good for this earth. She did everything that she could to help find her son and... I'm not saying anymore. Just please go and watch it. And if you watch it, please message me on Instagram and let me know what you thought because I love to hear people's take on it. And finally, one I watched years ago, I think this is on Netflix as well, is called The House I Live In. And it is all about um, how the justice system works in America in regards to drugs and drug offences. And how basically if you're white and you do cocaine then you're fine but if you're black and you do crack cocaine essentially the same fucking thing you go to prison forever it is so wild how much money is made from the prison system and it's just it's so fucking corrupt it's so corrupt um and it kind of goes along with the whole 13th and Khalif Browder, all that kind of stuff. But it's a lot more I learned a lot of stuff on there about drugs and drug offenses than I ever did at fucking school. So it's really interesting if you want to learn all about that kind of stuff. Um, And finally, here is a challenge for you. Anyone out there who is a detective or anything, one of the first documentaries I ever, ever, ever watched was one that me and my sister watched. I'm going to say I'm 35. I'm going to say 20 years ago. We watched this and it was called Courtney's Wish. Now, it was on TV because obviously back then we didn't have Netflix or anything like that. We had fucking videos back then, Jesus Christ. And it was a documentary about a young girl that got pregnant. She must have been about 17 or 18 or something. And she lived at home with her mum and her sister. And her name was Courtney. And she had this little girl. Or maybe the baby was called Courtney. I don't remember. She had this little girl and you're thinking, oh, okay, this is a documentary about a teen mum. Okay, cool. I can cope with this. Then Courtney, the girl, the teenage girl, gets cancer and she's given like six months to live and she has a living wake and she makes this video, this documentary, this video diary for the baby. Maybe the baby was called Courtney. Look, I don't fucking remember, but I remember my sister and I, watched this fucking documentary and we cried for about three days straight. Like every time we'd think about it, we'd just start crying again. It was the saddest thing I've ever seen. And I would give anything to watch it again. So if anyone can find Courtney's Wish online, I will give you um, whatever you want. (laughs) I'll give you whatever you want. It was so, oh my God, it was so touching. I think it really hit home for us as well because it was about a single mum with two girls and that was like our family kind of set up. And it was just, I just remember it being gut-wrenchingly sad. Fucking hell. 
oh, it's harrowing. Anyway, I know a lot of these are quite um, depressing. Oh, can I add one more? Can I add one more? Now, you've probably all watched it because it only came out recently on Netflix and I feel like the whole world and his fucking dog watched it. But it was called an American crime story, I think. Oh, have you watched The Staircase as well? I fucking love The Staircase. Please watch The Staircase. I feel like that is, if you haven't seen that, it came out on Netflix last year and everyone was raving about it. And I was like, you bitches are behind on the times because this has been on BBC iPlayer archives for about 10 years. I watched it way before, but whatever. Um, The Staircase is incredibly good. Absolutely love that. It's about a secretly gay husband. So of course, I'm totally into that vibe. Um, But no, what was the one I was just going to say? Oh, yes. Um, It's called An American Crime Story or something like that. The Family Next Door or The Murder Next Door. You'll find it. It's probably on like trending and stuff. And it is about this woman that gets murdered by her husband. But the great part of it is, is that this lady was like a multi-level marketer. You know the fucking ones. And so she documented every part of her life. The whole documentary is basically taken from her Facebook page. So you've got videos, you've got like videos of her talking to camera. You've got everything. It is just so brilliantly made and there's so much footage. It is truly fucking chilling and a reminder that you are most likely to be killed by your husband. So sleep well tonight, everyone. I hope you remember that. And um, yeah, if you life got off topic, it's not usually fucking depressing like this. But do you know what? People love documentaries. People love a bit of depression. People love a bit of true crime. So, you know, that's what I'm here to give you. That's what I enjoy watching too. Um, Sometimes after watching these, I do have to watch something lighthearted like Big Mouth. I love Big Mouth on Netflix um, because I can't go to sleep after watching this shit. Um, But yes, those are my top documentaries that I fucking love and have changed my life. If you want to sign up to my Patreon, it's super easy. There's a link. I'm going to leave a link down below. There's a link in my bio on my Instagram as well. There's a link everywhere. Um, And then you just need to download the Patreon app and it will all link up together. And yeah, you get an off topic once a week, you get extra content, you get the support group of everyone else in the Patreon, which actually has become like worth its weight in gold. And of course, the monthly book club. So if you want to try it, today is the day. This is your sign. Thank you for listening. And I will see you next Friday for a normal Law of Attraction Change My Life podcast. See you then. Bye. What up, bitches? It's no secret that reading has changed my goddamn life. I think it's incredible that people put their entire life's work, their teachings into a book that often costs less than £10. It's incredible to me. And I am so thankful to all of the authors that have helped me on my self-development journey. And, you know, I have the UK's biggest self-development book club. There's over 3,000 of us reading along each month. But maybe you're thinking, Fran, I ain't got time to read. Who do you think I am? Barbara Cartland? No, you are busy. You are girl bossing it. You are living your goddamn life. And I get that. I see that. I hear it and I value it. And that's where Audible can come in. If you find yourself only with the time to be able to listen to something, but to not sit and physically hold a book, maybe you have a physical job like um 
cleaning or whatever, where you are using your hands, or maybe you're a crafter and you want to be able to just listen to something and to learn on the go, or maybe you're driving a lot and you're able to listen to a book, but you know, it's illegal to read a book and drive, bitches. Don't try it. Then Audible may be for you. I have a 30 day free trial that you can have a little go at and see if it's for you. You can download millions of books to your phone or to your laptop or whatever you fucking want and listen to it wherever you are. Um, So check it out. Um, I'll leave the link down below.